Good morning, Alex and friends. Today is Wednesday, July 05, the 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. Today in Riverside, get ready for a scorcher as the temperatures are set to climb up to 92.3 degrees with a low of 63.7. Stay hydrated and cool, folks. On today's episode of Alex's News, we'll be diving into some important stories. First up, a concerning study has revealed alarming trends in maternal mortality rates. We'll explore the reasons behind this growing problem and why immediate attention is needed. Next, we'll discuss Airbus's intensified testing of new wing technology. This development hints at a promising successor to the A320 series. Find out what this could mean for the future of aviation and passenger experience. So, stay tuned as we unpack these stories and bring you all the latest news and updates. You're listening to Alex's News. Welcome back to our morning show. Our top story today sheds light on a concerning issue that demands immediate attention. A new study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association has revealed alarming trends in maternal mortality rates in the United States. Joining us now to discuss the findings is our news reporter, Antoni. Good morning, Antoni. Good morning, Connie. Thank you for having me. Antoni, Can you explain in more detail what this study has uncovered about maternal mortality rates? Absolutely, Connie. The study examined state-level data from 2009 to 2019 and found that maternal death rates have more than doubled over the last two decades. This is a significant issue that affects all racial and ethnic groups, but the outcomes are particularly severe for black women, as well as Native American and Alaska Native individuals. Black women, specifically, have consistently experienced the highest rates of maternal death, with rates more than doubling in the past 20 years. For Native American and Alaska Native people, the rates have tripled, which paints a harrowing picture of the disparities faced by marginalized communities. That's truly alarming, Antoni. The study also mentioned that efforts to address maternal deaths seem to have stagnated or worsened in areas with historically high rates, but have also deteriorated in regions known for better health outcomes. Can you go into more detail about this disturbing trend? Absolutely, Connie. The study identified that regions with historically high rates of maternal deaths, such as the South, have seen little to no improvement in addressing this issue. In fact, efforts seem to have worsened in some of these areas. Surprisingly, regions known for better health outcomes including New York, New Jersey, Wyoming, and Montana, have also experienced a regression in addressing maternal deaths. This suggests that there are underlying factors contributing to this problem that go beyond geographical boundaries. That's disconcerting, Antoni. The study mentioned that maternal mortality rates are not exclusive to specific racial or ethnic groups and are, in fact, increasing for white women in certain parts of the country. Can you elaborate on this point? Certainly, Connie. The findings of the study indicate that maternal deaths are a widespread issue affecting women across the United States, irrespective of their race or ethnicity. The rates are rising in various parts of the country, including the South, parts of New England and the Midwest and Northern Mountain states. This underscores the fact that maternal mortality is not limited to certain communities and is a concern for women throughout the country. 
That's an important point to highlight, Antoni. Now compared to other high-income countries, the United States seems to be failing in reducing maternal mortality rates. Can you explain the disparity and its potential implications? Certainly, Connie. Globally, maternal mortality rates have been declining, but the United States is experiencing a disturbing increase in these deaths. This raises questions about the quality and accessibility of healthcare during pregnancy and the postpartum period in our country. It suggests that there might be systemic issues that need to be addressed to ensure better health outcomes for mothers. That's definitely a cause for concern, Antoni. The study also identified key contributing factors to maternal deaths. Can you tell us more about these factors and their significance? Certainly, Connie. The study found that cardiovascular disease, severe preeclampsia, maternal cardiac disease, hemorrhage, and ongoing heart problems and mental health conditions were among the key contributing factors to maternal deaths. This highlights the importance of postpartum health care and the need to address the underlying health conditions that contribute to these deaths. It's crucial to provide proper medical care and screenings to identify and manage these risks. Thank you for that analysis, Antoni. Now, the study suggests that extending Medicaid coverage beyond the immediate postpartum period could help mitigate the risks women face. Can you explain the significance of this recommendation? Absolutely, Connie. Currently, approximately half of births in the United States are covered by Medicaid, making it a significant source of health care coverage for new mothers. However, access to health care during the immediate postpartum period remains a challenge. The study suggests that extending Medicaid coverage beyond this crucial period could help improve health care access and reduce the risks women face. This recommendation has already been implemented in some states, recognizing the importance of continued health care access for new mothers. That's an important step to consider, Antoni. One last question before we wrap up. The majority of maternal deaths occur during the immediate postpartum period. Can you shed light on the significance of this finding? Absolutely, Connie. The study highlights the critical need for accessible and comprehensive health care during the immediate postpartum period. This is a vulnerable time for new mothers, and proper care during this period can significantly reduce the risks they face. Efforts to extend Medicaid coverage for a year after childbirth have been implemented in some states since 2021, and this is a step in the right direction. However, it is concerning that not all states have adopted this practice, particularly when states like Alabama and Mississippi have witnessed significant increases in maternal deaths. Thank you for providing us with such detailed insight, Antoni. The findings of this study are truly eye-opening, and it's clear that urgent action needs to be taken to address the rising maternal mortality rates in the United States. We appreciate your expertise on this matter. Thank you, Connie. It was my pleasure to discuss this important issue with you today. Welcome back, everyone. In our previous story, we discussed the increasing interest in autonomous delivery vehicles. Now let's turn our attention to the skies, where Airbus is upping the ante with its new wing technology. Joining us now with more details is our news reporter, Ellie. Ellie, what can you tell us about Airbus's latest developments? Thanks, Connie. Airbus is focusing on the future of aviation with their Wing of Tomorrow program, aimed at designing longer, lighter, and more slender wings equipped with folding wingtips. The goal is to improve fuel efficiency and sustainability. 
This program is a major undertaking for Airbus, with an expected cost in the high hundreds of millions of dollars. That's substantial investment, Ellie. What can you tell us about the materials being used in these new wing designs? Excellent question, Connie. To reduce weight, Airbus plans to incorporate composite materials, like carbon fiber reinforced polymers, into the wings. However, the challenge lies in reducing the cost of producing these components. Airbus is currently in talks with suppliers to explore methods of decreasing costs while improving production efficiency. One particular obstacle they face is reducing the higher production costs associated with composite parts. The cost factor is crucial, Ellie. Can you expand on Airbus's strategy to address this challenge? Absolutely, Connie. Airbus is considering various approaches to lower costs. They're exploring ways to reduce or eliminate the need for autoclaves in the wing production process. Autoclaves are currently used to cure aerospace composites, but finding alternative methods could be a game-changer in terms of cost reduction. Additionally, by engaging suppliers and working closely with them, Airbus aims to find innovative solutions to make composite materials more feasible for widespread use in their commercial aircraft. So, Ellie, these new wing designs could potentially be used in an aircraft replacing the popular A320 series? Can you shed some light on that? Certainly, Connie. The wing technology being developed by Airbus could indeed be applied in a future single-aisle aircraft as a successor to the A320. This successor aircraft might arrive sometime between 2035 and 2040. It's a technology race with Boeing, and both companies understand that the wing design, production methods, and engine developments will shape the future of aircraft competition, so this is a crucial race for both manufacturers. The implications of this race are significant, Ellie. Can you elaborate on what's at stake for Airbus and Boeing? Absolutely, Connie. Fuel efficiency and sustainability are driving factors in the development of these new wing designs. With new regulations and increasing environmental concerns, aerospace manufacturers are under pressure to create more environmentally friendly aircraft. By having lighter and more aerodynamic wings, fuel consumption and emissions can be significantly reduced, leading to lower costs for airlines and a smaller carbon footprint. So, the company that can deliver on these fronts will hold a competitive advantage in the industry. It's fascinating how these advances contribute to a more sustainable future. Is there anything else worth noting about the wing technology being developed? Indeed, Connie. Another key feature being pursued by Airbus is folding wingtips. By incorporating this technology, an aircraft's wingspan can be reduced, allowing it to operate in airports with narrower runways. Consequently, smaller airports can become more accessible, opening up new routes and destinations for air travel. That's certainly groundbreaking in terms of increasing accessibility. Finally, Ellie, can you summarize Airbus Wing of Tomorrow program and the significance it holds for the future of aircraft design? Of course, Connie. The Wing of Tomorrow program represents a significant investment by Airbus in the future of aircraft design and technology. It demonstrates their commitment to innovation and their determination to stay ahead of competitors. As the aviation industry evolves with new challenges emerging, the development of these advanced wing designs will play a crucial role in shaping the future of air travel. Thank you, Ellie, for diving into the details of Airbus's ambitious Wing of Tomorrow program. It's exciting to see how these developments will shape the future of aviation. We appreciate your insights on this subject. Thank you, Connie. It was my pleasure to share this fascinating news with you and our viewers. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made with ChatGPT, Eleven Labs, and a program written by you. I hope you have a great day.
I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.